Welcome to the Finley Capital Podcast, where we discuss real estate investing and the hard money lending process. Today, I want to talk about wholetailing, wholetailing 101. A lot of us have heard of wholesaling, but not a lot of us know about wholetailing and what the differences are. So I want to define both of those terms and then explain why I think wholetailing is such an interesting business model for real estate investing. So just to define, wholesaling is when you go out, you meet with a motivated seller, you write a contract to buy the seller's house, and then you take that contract and you assign it to a third party. So let's say I go out, I talk to Mr. Seller, I say, I'll buy your house for 100,000, and we write a contract. Then I take that contract, I call Lowell up, and I say, hey buddy, I got a house over here, you can take it off my hands for 105. I think it's a great house, it's probably worth 200,000 when it's fixed up. And you say, cool, that's a good deal, I'll take that deal. So then what happens is the contract that I wrote with the seller gets assigned over to Lowell, and Lowell becomes the buyer and closes on the deal. When Lowell closes on the deal, I get what's called an assignment fee. And the difference between the price that I negotiate with the seller and the price that I negotiate with Lowell is effectively that amount. So in this case, I bought it for 100, I sold it to Lowell for 105, or I sold the contract to Lowell for 105, so I got a $5,000 assignment fee. That's wholesaling in a nutshell. Okay. And that's fine, there's pros and cons of wholesaling, there's all kinds of different theories and thoughts about what, what wholesaling is and what the benefits and the, you know, the risks are and all the downsides and upsides and whatever. What I wanna talk about today is a wholetailing which is a slightly different strategy. Okay. And here's what it is. In this scenario, I go to the seller and I say, hey, I can buy your house for 100,000. He says, great, let's write a contract. I say, great, we write a contract, and then we close on the contract. Mm -hmm. Now, the way I close on it is either with cash or a loan or hard money or whatever. However I can close on it, I close on it. But instead of assigning the contract over to Lowell for 105 and making a $5,000 fee, I close on the deal, I give the seller the hundred, I take title to the property. And then let's say this property needs like a 30 or 40 or $50,000 renovation. If I was flipping the property, obviously I'd put the 30 or 40 or 50,000 into the deal. Mm -hmm. And then I'd turn around and I'd sell it for 200 on the market. Okay. And I'd make this, you know, the profit, mm -hmm. whatever's left. That's just your typical fix and flip. But in this scenario, a whole tail scenario, what I might do instead of putting, let's say, let's say it needed, um, let's just say it needed $40,000 okay. to bring the value from a hundred to 200. It's very common. Mm -hmm. you buy a house for a hundred and needs paint, carpet, floor, you know, kitchen, right. bathroom, whatever. It needs 40,000. When the deal is done, it's worth 200. So after closing fees and other stuff, you know, you got some stuff in there, you might make 40 or 50,000 on the deal mm -hmm. or a flipper would, whoever flipped the house would. But you now, in this scenario, let's say you closed on the deal, but you don't have forty or fifty thousand to put into the deal, or more likely, you're not interested mm -hmm. in doing a forty or a fifty thousand dollar renovation. What you can do instead is you can do what's called a wholetail. A wholetail is when you take the property, close on the property, and then you either immediately relist it, mm -hmm. or you do some basic clean out, some basic renovations, okay, and then you list it. So. It's Pretty much some touch-ups. Touch-ups. Yeah. And, uh, so a, a standard wholetail scope of work might include a deep, like a trash out. So mm -hmm. a clean out. Because yeah. a lot of times when you're buying a house for 100 that's worth 200, the seller's walking away from it. Yeah. They leave a bunch of crap in it. It's dirty. It's messy. It's nasty. That's why it's being purchased for 100 in most cases, mm -hmm. right? So a deep 
deep trash out and then a deep, deep clean. So professional grade clean, real, real deep, you know, getting rid of all the crap that the cat smells, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then from there, maybe some flooring repairs and then maybe even like a whole fresh coat of paint. Yeah. Like a, like a, a, a white paint or a neutral paint or whatever. And then maybe from there, maybe it's getting all the major mechanical systems working. Mm-hmm. So if the, if the furnace was broken, you get the furnace repaired. You get the window that was in the front yard broken, you repair that. Yeah. So you put a base, uh, I don't want to say a lipstick renovation because it's not even a renovation. It's just yeah. getting the property to a certain condition. Right. Either a condition that can be uh, lendable by a third, you know, by a, a retail lender for mm-hmm. a borrower, for a, a, a buyer or attractive to a flipper. Yeah. So let's just say we buy the house for a hundred. Let's say we put 10,000 into it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could list that property on the MLS for 130. Maybe let's say 120. Okay. 120. All right. Let me start this example over a little bit. Let's yeah. say we buy it for a hundred. Let's say we put 5,000 into it. That's, okay. That goes a long way. That's trash out, you know, a little bit of touch up paint, deep clean. That's basically it. Clean the yard, cut the grass. Mm-hmm. I put 5,000 into the deal. Now I turn around and I sell it on the MLS for say 120 mm-hmm. or 125. If I sold it for 125, that's 20,000 more minus my fees and stuff might be 8,000, whatever. Right. So I might make 12 or 13,000 on the whole tail. Right. Versus the 5,000 I made on the assignment if I did the whole sale. Mm-hmm. If I sold it for 120 or 125, an investor could come along, buy it, put another 20 or 30,000 into it because I've already done some of the work and he right. or she could sell it for 200. They could make a profit. Yeah. Or if I got lucky, I could find a handy, you know, like a buyer who wants to buy it and fix it up themselves. Right. And those kind of people might pay me even more, 125, 135, yeah. 140 because yeah. they can put some sweat equity in and they can take it out and have some equity left. Yeah, absolutely. Either way, the point is when you do a whole tail, and you, it all depends on what your wholesale fee could be versus what your wholesale mm-hmm. gain could be. But oftentimes there is more profit on a deal when you wholesale it versus if you wholesale it. Mm-hmm. So that's where a hard money loan or a hard money lender can come in. Mm-hmm. Because let's say you buy a house for a hundred and you could assign it for one Oh five and make your $5,000 fee and go home. Or you could buy that house for a hundred. You could put it on the MLS for one thirty. Right. After five thousand repairs, you can make fifteen or twenty. Mm-hmm. So, this is a great opportunity or a great scenario in which a hard money lender could come into play and help you make more money. So you would go get a hard money loan. Now I've been doing these loans, and anybody listening to to this, I would like for you to call me the next time you have a scenario that you're wholesaling a house. Mm-hmm. And you think that you could make more money if you wholetailed it, right? But you just don't have the money to close on it, right? Call me, because I will be your partner, I will be your lender, and I will finance your closing and I will finance your repairs on a short-term basis, so you can wholetail that deal and make two, three, four times more than your wholesale fee mm-hmm. after paying the interest. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. So if you're out there, if you're wholesaling houses and listening to this podcast, the next wholesale opportunity you get. Before you assign it to Lowell, call Logan and let me run numbers on a, on a, uh, a hard money loan for you to see if we can wholetail that property mm-hmm. and make you two or three or four times more. Yeah. If we can, we should do it. Right. Okay. If we can't obviously wholesale it, go and keep going yeah. find another one. But most scenarios like this, if you mm-hmm. buy them right, you're leaving a lot of money on the table when you wholesale mm-hmm. that you could be making if you wholetailed. All you need is a lender to help you do that. Right. And that's my bread and butter. I love to do wholesale lending 
flipping or wholesale. I like to flip. I, I like to lend on wholesale deals yeah. because for the lender, they're short term. Right. They don't take a long time. There's not a big scope of work. So there's not a lot of risk on the renovation budget. And they're win-win deals. Mm-hmm. They're actually win-win-win-win deals because the seller wins because they get a cash offer. Right. You, The seller gets to close because I, we fund the deal and it actually closes so the seller mm-hmm. doesn't get walked away from. The investor wins because he gets to make more money on the whole tail. Mm-hmm. The lender wins because we make the money on the interest. Mm-hmm. And the end buyer or the flipper on the backside wins because they're buying a house with equity. Yeah. Win-win-win-win. It's great. Yeah. So anyway... Keep that in mind. Wholetailing is a great strategy. There's not a lot of downside. You know, worst case scenario, obviously you have to incorporate when you do a wholetail versus a wholesale. Right. You're going to pay some sale commissions and some, you know, other fees when you sell. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have loan interest to pay and carrying costs for the loan interest and for the you know utilities and stuff. Yeah. So you have to budget everything and make sure it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But nine times out of 10, if you could buy a house for a hundred that's worth 200 fixed up, yeah, you could wholetail that deal and net more than 5,000 Almost yeah, every absolutely. time. Almost every time. Yeah. So why aren't you? Why are you wholesaling? Now are the turnarounds on wholesaling quicker than wholesaling. So no, what that, I'm asking oh. is, how, can you do more deals in year wholesaling than wholesaling? So that's a good question, and the answer is no. It's the opposite. Okay. A, a wholesale deal is faster than a wholesale deal. Okay. Because let's say I go out, I write a contract for a hundred to the seller. I call you the next day. Mm-hmm. You're my end buyer. Yeah. You buy for 105, you're the investor with cash or you're getting a loan from Finley Capital to fund that, whatever. Right. Yeah. You can close on that in a couple of days. Yeah. A whole tail deal, you got to get you got to buy it, close on it, clean it up, to have the repairs done that you're going to have done, then you got to list it. If mm-hmm. it's being sold to anybody other than a cash investor, that could take two, three, four, five yeah. weeks. So you might have a two or a three month time horizon versus maybe a, a five or a 10 day time horizon on a whole tail. So or a wholesale. So the wholesales are faster. But uh-huh. the wholetails make more money. Yeah. And the way I look at it is, as long as you have some money, if you're looking at this over a 12-month period, a lot of invest. unfortunately, I think a lot of young investors too, they look at the wholesale, they look at the quick buck. Right, right. They say, well, Logan, I don't want to do all that. I just want to make my five and go home. And I look at it and say, bro, if you could make 15 on this deal instead of five, but it would take you two months instead of two weeks, why on earth wouldn't you want to make 15? Yeah. You got to think long term and you got to think right. budget and pipeline. You got to think about building a pipeline. And you think about the short term wholesale deals too. If you're only making five grand, you got to find another deal to, you know, to get more money versus like one deal where you're making four, five times more. Sure. Exactly. I like the wholesale deals because the guys make more money. The, the, the investors make more money every time they close quickly. Mm-hmm. It, it also helps them with marketing because now they have their property up on the MLS, mm-hmm. up out in front of everybody trying to get more exposure than only their wholesale buyer network. Guys yeah. like Lowell who are investors and they're trying to make as much as they can. They're mm-hmm. not going to pay as much maybe as a retail buyer who's willing to do some work. Mm-hmm. So now when you're doing a wholesale, when you're doing a wholesale deal, you, you don't really have that opportunity to get in front of everybody right. because you're moving quick and you know they're expecting you to close and you only have so much time. But when you close on a wholesale, now you mm-hmm. can take your time. You can market it wherever you want. You can get it in a position where it's more attractive mm-hmm. to wherever you want. And by the way, investors like Lowell will want to buy that property for more because you've gotten it to a position right. where it's much more appealing. Right. There's a little psychological mindset shift between... House number one, that's three feet full of trash mm-hmm. and crap and kitty litter and cat poop and all the other nasty yeah. stuff. There's a difference between the, the perceived value of that house 
And then the perceived value of the identical house has been cleaned up, mm-hmm. cleaned out, repainted. It might cost me five, $6,000 to trash out, clean up and repaint a house. But I, I might get 10 or 15,000 more from the same investor looking at both houses. Yeah. And because there's a psychological difference. Yeah. When, when an investor walks into a, uh, a trashed out, nasty, dirty, nasty, disgusting house, they're not going to want to pay the same amount right. for that house because obviously they got to spend the money to track, to clean it and to get the trash out and to paint right. it. And the time too. And to the do time. It. And they just look at it and say, Oh, this is such a huge project. Yeah. Compare that to a flipper who walks into a house where it smells good. Yeah. You know, it's spick and span. It's got brand new paint. It just needs a new kitchen, a new bathroom. It needs some of this. Yeah. It needs a new roof, maybe whatever. But just the psychological difference of the appeal of that house is significant. So this is where the whole tail model, where you can get the house into a better position to present it to investors mm-hmm. or to a retail buyer, can net you more money net after expenses mm-hmm. than if you just wholesale the deal. Yeah. So next time you're looking at a deal to wholesale it, call me first. I will run a pro forma with you uh, and we will make our estimates together about what we think we could get from a wholesale versus a wholesale. And if the wholesale deal makes sense, I will fund it. Go get them. Go get them. <laughs> <laughs>